Hi everyone, this is Dean Crisp, excited to bring you part two of the dangers of the comfort zone. Now in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how to avoid the dangers of the comfort zone and give you seven tips of what I believe can help you avoid the dangers of the comfort zone. So as we always say on Straight Talk for Leadership, set back, turn up your volume, get ready to change your life. Hi, I'm Dean Chris. Welcome to Straight Talk on Leadership. This is what we'd like to say is the no BS zone, where we give you leadership tips, ideas, and practical suggestions to help you become a top leadership performer. Our goal is simple, help you become the best version of yourself and reach your highest potential as a leader. So sit back, turn up the volume, be ready to change your life. Hi, everyone. This is Dean Chris, your host for Straight Talk on Leadership. Welcome back to what is part two that will conclude the discussion on the comfort zone and the dangers of the comfort zone. In last week's episode, we talked about how the dangers of the comfort zone can really kind of uh, cause some problems for you. We talked about number one would be the closed mindset. Uh, The second danger would be creating a fear of fear, if you will. And what that really means is that you get fearful of fear. Now, there's a difference between being afraid and then there's a difference of being fearful. So when you spend too much time in your comfort zone, we think that you get pretty fearful of things. So number three, settle for status quo. That's what happens when you spend way too much time in your comfort zone. And number four, kind of stunts your personal growth. That's what we talked about last week some of the dangers of being in your comfort zone. Number five, it creates an atrophy atrophy of your mind. So in other words, your mind just starts deteriorating its creativity. It just really starts losing some of its flexibility. It loses its willingness, if you will, to push forward. So we're going to get into the episode in just a moment. I want to thank everyone who's been joining us on these episodes Uh, Here at LHLN, our goal is for Leaders Helping Leaders Network. And a couple of years ago when I created this network, we're just now starting to see a lot of movement in our Leaders Helping Leaders Network. We've got a group that uh, attended our Master Presenter course a couple of weeks ago who are working individually and with each other on our Leaders Helping Leaders Network, sharing their presentations, helping each other get better with their presentations. And they're doing these small snippets uh, where they're kind of giving each other ideas on how to be better with their presentation skill set. That's why we created Leaders Helping Leaders Network was to give you an avenue to not only help yourself, but to help others. And we're really excited about some of the things that are happening. We're also uh, encouraging you to attend one of our signature courses, uh, the Intentional Leadership. If you'll look on our website, You can go to lhln.org and you can get a full lineup of our courses coming into an area near you. Uh, We're getting so much positive feedback about our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us on our podcast and our, uh, we're pushing a podcast every week, a new one and a new episode, if you will, because we believe that's part of our growth process here also is that we keep pushing the growth and we keep talking about the subject of leadership. And we keep encouraging people to be a special part of Leaders Helping Leaders Network. So 
we really want to thank you for that. We want to let you know that we appreciate your emails. We appreciate your calls. We appreciate your text messages that you send during the week, letting us know how it's impacting your life and your comments on Facebook and Instagram and all those things. It's uh, really uh, an amazing time for us here at Leaders Helping Leaders Network. I'm working on my second book, getting ready to be released in the uh, late summer of this year. We're getting ready to re-release leadership lessons from the thin blue line with uh, some new additional chapters and some new exciting stuff there. So we really appreciate you uh, helping us. We also have uh, several affiliate sponsors that have joined our podcast and that that they believe in what the message we're trying to uh, get to you, the listener. So thank you for whatever situation you're in right now. If you're driving down the road, if you're in a gym, whatever avenue you're listening to right now, I want to really thank you for joining us. So let's get right into the episode uh, part two of how do you get out of your comfort zone? Now let's, we already talked about the dangers of the comfort zone. So just to make sure that you understand what a comfort zone is, it's kind of that core place where you go, where you're comfortable, whether it be at work and it's not a physical location. It can be a physical location, like me at my house. I've got this area that I use as what I call my comfort zone, this nice chair area where I go and sit and watch television and have all the creature comforts of life there. And uh, I get comfortable and just kind of vegetate my mind there and, you know, don't do a whole lot of real deep thinking. Just enjoy watching television. That's kind of my comfort zone. Or... In a gym, I find that's a comfort zone for me. And But in the gym, I push myself a lot more than I do than in my easy chair, for sure. So that uncomfortable zone of your life, and we're talking about these three rings of our life. We have the center core. Now imagine a bullseye, and you put the center would be your comfortable zone. So our mind really likes for us to go to that comfort zone because that's our behaviorally conditioned side, if you will meaning that we do things in that area just kind of automatic. We don't really have to think about them. We just do them. And whether that comfort zone is in you just doing the same thing every single day or and getting the same results every day that you get, or that comfort zone is your easy chair. That's kind of what that center part is. The part right outside of that is called the uncomfortable zone. And that's kind of where you start pushing yourself and you start moving yourself out of your comfort zone and you start doing things you're not used to doing, and you do things that you're not really sure of, and you're not 100% comfortable doing. And that's kind of your uncomfortable zone. Then you have your outer side, or the outer core of that is called the panic zone. So that's the third ring in that circle, if you will. And that's kind of where you really push yourself when you want to really grow, or you push yourself when you're not your most comfortable, and you push yourself in those areas where uh, you, you will not really say panic out of control, but Uh, you kind of push yourself to where there's some pain into that. And there's also can be pain in the uncomfortable zone. And I want you to understand everybody, just to kind of recap our last episode, uh, you have levels in each one of those. You have your really, really, really comfortable zone. And then you have just your comfortable zone. And then you have your really, really, really uncomfortable zone. Then you have, which is near your panic zone, or your kind of comfortable zone near your uncomfortable. Then you have your panic, which is a little panic, And then you have your really panicky kind of zone where you're really pushing yourself out of control and it's kind of extreme. And, you know, sometimes that's hard to push us there because that there's a lot of fear in that panic zone. 
So let's talk about the benefits of getting out of your comfort zone. And the benefits is certainly the fact that you don't have that closed mindset when you get out of your comfort zone. Uh, you kind of open your mind up, if, if you will. You start facing your fears. You don't let them control you as much when you start pushing yourself out. Because in your comfort zone, you're just kind of settled in that, if you will. When you push yourself past the uncomfortable, into the uncomfortable zone, the panic zone, then status quo is not the word of the day. You're starting to do things quite differently. And then the interesting thing about that is that life begins. Now, this is a quote. And I'm not sure who said it, but I really like it. it says life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And so at the end of your comfort zone, when you start pushing yourself to be uncomfortable, life really begins there because you start growing and you start learning new things and you start really uh, seeing the world from a different perspective. And then your brain grows. So when you push yourself out of your comfort zone, not only does uh, physically like if you're working at the gym and stuff, but your brain can actually grow from the standpoint of understanding things from a deeper perspective or understanding different concepts. When you get out of that comfort zone, man, you can really start to grow. So let's talk about today in this episode, which is part two of this series. How do you get out of that comfort zone? And what, what are some of the things that you can do to really get out of your comfort zone and move yourself into the areas of growth or as the quote already said, where you really begin your life? Well, we're going to talk about seven pretty specific things you can do. And these are things that I've learned myself that it helps me push myself out of my comfort zone. And I use the physical realm a lot to push myself because I can see instantaneous results out of the physical realm because I can exhaust myself and I know I've been uncomfortable. I can feel the pain of exertion with your body. I mean, that's a real good uh, thing that I use for my comfort zone to push myself out. But I do that mentally also. And uh, sometimes you can't see those results as immediate, but it does open your mind to grow. So here's a couple of things. The first thing you want to do to get yourself out of your comfort zone is recognize and be honest with yourself that you're spending way too much time in your comfort zone. You have to recognize, you have to be honest, you have to say, all right, this is kind of what I do every day when I come home. Now I understand I want to come home when I travel and I travel out like I was going all last week. And when I came home on uh, Friday night, man, I didn't do, want to do nothing but sit in my comfortable chair. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about if you're still sitting in it by Saturday afternoon and Sunday, you probably got a problem. So you first got to recognize and be honest with yourself that you're spending way too much time in your comfort zone. And it's kind of like at the gym, if you're running the exact same amount of time or if you're using the exact same program every week, well, you're pretty much in your comfort zone. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to maintain some good health. I'm not saying that. And it doesn't mean that if you got your comfort zones, you're reading a lot or you're doing whatever. But I'm talking about generally, if we stay in our comfort zone too long, we start atrophy of not only our brain, but our muscles and our mind. So the second thing you got to do is you got to take small steps. So you can't run out. Let's use the gym as an example of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. So if I were going to start working out, the worst thing I could do is to go to a gym and just work out for like 10 hours or two hours or three hours or whatever. Man, you've got to start small. And one of the things that was really hard for me early in my life was I was not a good reader. 
and I didn't read that well, and uh, I'm not sure that I didn't suffer with some kind of reading disorder, if you will. Never been diagnosed with it, but I know my sister uh, has, and I never got tested in school, but I'm, I suspect that I didn't have the greatest ability to read early on, so I had to really push myself to read. And you talk about pushing me out of my comfort zone sometimes is when I have to sit down and I really have to read and I don't really want to read. And man, I, I've written books and I have uh, read a lot of books and I've written a lot of blogs and I've written stuff, you know, all the time I'm doing stuff like that. But it wasn't comfortable for me for many, many years. It was not very comfortable at all. So you have to take small steps. And so if it's reading, read something you enjoy. If it's working out, don't go kill yourself in the gym. If it's uh, writing, man, just start writing. The key to writing your first book is to write your first sentence. And then when you write your first sentence, you can write your next, the whole page, which becomes a whole uh, chapter. And if you don't believe me, you can email my son, Andrew, who does the editing of these podcasts and He's working on a book of his own, if you will. And uh, I just challenged him one day and I said, man, you ought to start writing. And uh, before long, he started writing and he's well into the process now. So you got to take small steps. The third thing you got to do to to get out of your comfort zone is you got to see it as a positive. You, You have to adopt a positive outlook on what you're trying to accomplish. You cannot say, well, I'm going to get out of my chair. Or I'm going to start reading, but I don't read that well. And this really ain't going to help me. No, 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 no. None of this Eeyore bullshit. You can't be like that damn donkey in Winnie the Pooh and run around and say, man, I can't do it. I can't. You can believe the truth is if you say you can, you probably can. If you say you can't, you're probably right. So you have to adopt a positive outlook on what you're trying to accomplish. So when I go to the gym, I'm not trying to look like David Goggins, who is, you know, the super freak who's got a great mindset and works out all the damn time and runs all the time. He's the former Navy SEAL. If you don't know who he is, follow him on Twitter. You'll see him. I don't go out there with that, but I I do remain, I have a positive outlook when I go into the gym. I'm like, all right, I'm going to push myself to them. We'll see some results. The fourth thing is you got to see the bigger picture or expand your view of your results. You, you can't look at your current pain. So let's go and say that I'm going to adjust and uh, turn the the treadmill up a couple of steps or, you know, from a 5.5 now to a 6.5. That's going to hurt. Uh, that's going to cause you to exert yourself. That's going to cause pain. And you got to look at the overall bigger picture of why you're, you're doing that. You're not doing it just to get out of your chair. You're doing it to increase your life to increase your life expectancy, your ability to do things. Yes, you're going to be sore, but you got to realize that. Like reading your first book or writing your first sentence, that is painful. It's not easy to do, but you got to see what's going to be the bigger picture. What am I going to get in the end? You, you got to expand your viewpoint. You, you have to know that when you get out of your comfort zone and you're going to feel uncomfortable, you're going to have pain. But you got to see the bigger view of that. So what does the what's the pain going to result in? And it's going to result in your growth. So you have to see the bigger view. Uh, number five is you have to be courageous. Now, being courageous is doesn't mean you're not going to be afraid. 
being courageous is that you make your mind up that no matter what happens, I'm going to push myself past this point and I'm going to get out of my comfort zone and I'm going to start growing myself and I'm going to have enough courage that I know I'm going to meet roadblocks and I know that I'm going to have heartaches and issues and problems, but you just got to push yourself past that point. So you're never going to get anything in life unless you're going to be courageous. And sometimes you're going to have to look a freaking bully right in the face. And whether it's a physical bully of a person or a bully of a something you can't accomplish, or if it's a bully, see, bullies are all kinds of, of parts of our life. They're not just physical people that bully us. We get bullied by things we can't do. And, and we stop being courageous and we stop facing the bully, if you will. So you've got to be courageous and face down that bully. Uh, number six, you've got to keep score. So I'm not sure how you keep uh, score uh, when you're pushing yourself to read, other than the fact that you just document what you're writing. And the thing that I do in keeping score on reading is, is I keep a journal. I, I always journal, and I'm always journaling every book I read. Uh, most articles that I read, if there's points in there that I really want to write down, I'll put them in my notes section of my phone and then I'll go record them into my journal. So you have to keep score of your results. You're not good enough to push yourself out of your comfort zone and not keep score. If you don't keep score by the end of the week, you'll either be at zero or you you'll made some progress that you really want to brag about, but you won't. So you have to keep score if you're going to push yourself out of your comfort zone. So you have to find a way to record your successes. Number seven is, and the last one of these points, you got to hold yourself accountable. It's a must that you hold yourself accountable. And one of the ways I hold myself accountable by pushing myself out of, of my comfort zone is that when I start a project or I start working on something that's going to push me a little bit, I share it with someone. And I not only may write it down, but I also make a public acclamation of, of what I'm doing. So it's like uh, writing my second book. I'm not that good a writer, but I've got a creative mind where a lot of ideas come up about leadership. And by doing it for so many years, 21 years as a command officer, and then on the road, the last 10 or so teaching, my mind just thinks in a real creative way. And the last thing I want to do is just sit down and write stuff. But I find that I have to hold myself accountable. So when I started talking about writing my second book, I just had to share it and say, I'm writing my second book and it's coming out in the summer of this year, which is 2020. And that really helped me because it just pushes me to know that I've got to do it. So sometimes I get lazy and then I'll push myself past my comfort zone and I'll start just writing because I know I got to hold myself accountable. And I've also already made that public acclamation. So you've got to find a way to be accountable. Another way is to have an accountability partner, like a workout partner and have a leadership accountability partner. So when you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone, share that and tell someone, this is what you're going to do. So let's recap these real quick. You got to recognize, first of all, you got to be honest with yourself. Number one, to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You got to be honest with yourself, say you need to do it. You know, it's like me, stop eating them cookies, get out of that chair, start working out, you know, recognize that comfort zone can be dangerous. As we talked about in the other podcast, take small, moderate steps. Don't try to do it all at one time. 
Now, when I say moderate steps, you got to be careful about what you're going to push yourself to because don't hurt yourself and then never want to do it again. A lot of people do that in the gym. They want to get out of their comfort zone and they push themselves so far that they hurt themselves. Don't do that. You got to adopt a positive outlook. Number three, you got to remain positive throughout the process. You cannot listen to naysayers. Naysayers will kill you. Uh, They will kill you mentally for sure. Uh, Number four, you got to look at that bigger picture. You got to expand your view of what you're trying to accomplish in your comfort zone. So when you're in your comfort zone, you have to expand your view of like, what, what am I eventually trying to accomplish? What's the bigger picture? What do I see myself? You know, get that physical view of yourself or that mental view of what is it. And me, if you're talking about a book, at the end, I'll have a book. And so number five, you got to be courageous. And you have to be courageous to face the bullies. And the bullies are not just those physical people that will stand up and bully you or what. It's, it's things. We're bullied by things too. We're bullied by our fears. And so stop letting your fears bully you, if you will. Number six, you got to mark your results down. You got to keep score. Uh, me, I journal a lot. Uh, all these podcasts I do, I write down every single one of them. I journal. I keep my victories. I keep wherever I push myself. I write it down and I keep score. Someday that score will not only matter to you, but will matter to somebody else. Number seven, you got to hold yourself accountable. You got to find an accountability partner. You got to personally hold yourself accountable. You got to push yourself. You got to realize this is what you're trying to do is improve your life by moving yourself out of that danger zone. Now, not so much the danger zone, but that comfort zone. Because the comfort zone, staying in the comfort zone too long can be very dangerous to your career, to your life. It can create atrophy. It can create closed mindset. All those things we talked about earlier. Uh, a closed mindset, uh, living in your comfort zone is great, but don't live there too long. Don't get too comfortable in your comfort zone, if you will. As the as we talked about the quote that began, it said, life begins at the end of your comfort zone. Growth begins in your panic and your uncomfortable zone. The only place you're really going to grow is when you push yourself out of your comfort zone. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. It's really not only helped you, but it's helped me. And please join us at lhln.org. Go on our website. Come to one of our classes. Be a part of our life-changing experience in the classroom. Be a part of what we're trying to do to here to help leaders help leaders. Thank you to our affiliate sponsors. Thank you for everybody who's listening. Hit that subscribe button. Join LHLN on the podcast. Join us on Instagram, Facebook. Folks, tell us how we can help you. And thank you for being a part of our family and a part of this special message. Folks, until next time, I'm Dean Chris. You've been listening to the Straight Talk on Leadership with Dean Chris. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and iTunes or Spotify so that you do not miss a future episode. Also, please visit our website at www.lhln.org, where you can view the show notes, links by our guest, and where you can learn more about the Leaders Helping Leaders Network and our upcoming classes. We here at LHLN would also like to thank our affiliate sponsors, Camelback, Strapworks, and Secure It Gunsafe. Please visit their links and our website to view their great deals. Until next time, leadership rocks.